0: Welcome to the Airmen Helping Airmen podcast. I'm your host, Khalith Wright, CEO, Air Force Aid Society. Join me as we chat with extraordinary guests, share stories and learn how amazing people are making a difference in the lives of so many Air Force and Space Force families. All right, good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Airman Helping and Airmen Podcast. I am your host, Khalif Wright, the CEO of Air Force A Society. And today, as always, we have a very special guest with us. I'm sitting down with First Command Financial Services John Ossachuk. And we're going to talk about the partnership between First Command and Air Force A Society which is really to help celebrate the birthdays of both the Air Force, upcoming birthdays of the Air Force and the Space Force. And we're also going to discuss upcoming pay raise in January, why it's important. And we'll lastly, we'll talk about some of the recent changes to the TSP and how we can help our airmen, guardians and all service members navigate those changes and get some good tips about what's happening in that world. So John,
1: welcome to the show. Great, thank you for having me. I'm really looking forward to this. This will be fun. Yeah,
0: yeah. Let me tell the audience a little bit about John and, and your background. So John is the Executive Vice President and National Director of Advisor Operations for First Command Financial Services. And he is the perfect person to talk to us about these upcoming changes, as well as the partnership with Air Force Aid Society, because he himself is a former airman, who ya and he was a pilot in the Air Force for 10 years. But in his current role, John leads a field force of over 500 financial advisors and has oversight on everything advisors are dealing with, including the financial concerns and challenges facing service members today. And I think
1: I got all that right. Anything else you're doing for First Command there, John? Well, I think you uh, covered the majority of it, Khalid, so thank you.
0: Okay. So for those of uh, our audience, the folks in our audience who might not be familiar with First Command, man, give us a little bit of background on First Command and what they do and how long they've been around.
1: Uh, you bet happy to. Well, First Command, first and kind of foremost, we're a financial services company. And much like Air Force Aid Society was founded by General Hap Arnold, our company was founded by a former Air Force officer. He was Army Air Corps, Air Force, and He started us in 1958. He saw a lot through World War II. He saw a lot of the impact of the loss of a primary breadwinner. He saw the impact to military families when people weren't prepared for the financial impacts of that loss. And so he determined to do something about it. And so he started First Command and to take care of and focus specifically on providing financial advice, financial services to folks active duty in the military. So we offer complimentary financial plans for anybody who is in the service and their families. And it really stems from our primary mission where we believe that those who serve their country deserve to have their finances squared away. Our mission is coaching those who serve in their pursuit of financial security, and that's what really drives our entire company.
0: Okay, wow. What a great mission, man, and a great backstory. Like you said, just like the Air Force Aid Society founded by an airman. So um, glad to be connected. So tell us about the partnership with Air Force Aid
1: Society and how that came to be. Sure. Yes. So it really comes out of the fact that we feel like there's a lot of continuity and alignment between Air Force Aid Society's mission and First Command's mission. So... Air Force Aid Society and First Command are teaming up in honor of the Air Force's 75th birthday and Space Force's third birthday. That kind of seems strange to have those two different birthdays there about it. And this is the second year we're doing it. We were able to raise $22,000 last year for the Air Force Aid Society. And this year, our goal is even higher. We're matching dollar for dollar donations up to $25,000. So we're really trying to get the word out. You don't have to be a client of First Command to contribute or get the matching. You don't have to be associated with First Command in any way. And we encourage anyone who's listening to take just a few minutes, go out there, make a donation, even if it's just a dollar, because we'll match that and double that amount. And you can donate it by visiting uh, firstcommand.com. And we have a specific website. Mine, I'll go ahead and call that out now. Maybe we'll hit it a couple of times. It's firstcommand.benevity, that's B-E-N-E-V-I-T-Y.org slash community. And you can actually go out there and make a contribution. And this, of course, will be all across social media. So there'll be lots of places to go. If you go ahead and follow Air Force Aid Society. If you go ahead and follow firstcommand.com, you're going to see this come up quite a bit on social media.
0: Yeah, and we'll make sure that we get all of the links to certainly our social media, your social media, as well as the website that you just mentioned. We'll put it in, add it to the podcast so that all of our listeners can donate if they see fit. That would be great. So, man, I'll tell you what, we're extremely grateful to be in this partnership. But why? Why us? What drove the decision to partner with Air Force Aid Society?
1: Sure. Well, I think it's a natural connection for us. The Air Force Aid Society has programs that help folks with different expenses, emergencies, medical bills, vehicle repairs, living expenses. They offer loans, uh, loans, sorry, uh, childcare, and they do so many other kind of wonderful things that are airmen helping airmen, airmen and guardians and stuff. And First Command is in a position where we constantly advocate for service members. We advocate for their financial health, so it's important for us to really support organizations whose mission aligns with our own, and, and I think you can see that this is a real natural connection.
0: Yeah, again, man, we are extremely grateful, and I certainly know that all of the airmen and guardians that we support are grateful as well, because as you know, all of those donations definitely make a huge difference in all the programs that that we provide for them. Hey, let's talk a little bit here. We'll. I really do want to get to the pay raise in TSP, but I'd love to hear your thoughts about what are some of the things that your advisors are seeing in terms of challenges that service members are dealing with today from a financial standpoint? Of course, by the time they come to us, they're already having some financial difficulty and, and we take a great pride in helping them through that. But we also take some pride in making sure that they get the assistance they need from a financial readiness and education standpoint. But I'm interested in what are some of the things or some of the things that
1: you're seeing in terms of financial challenges for service members? Sure, you bet. I mean, overall, what we really hope to do is bring attention to the financial concerns that our military members experience. And I think for civilians out there that haven't lived that lifestyle There's a natural assumption that Uncle Sam covers all of those things, and we know that that doesn't actually happen. So there are a lot of things, a lot of needs that just aren't covered, and the government benefits are great, but they don't go in certain places, and that's up to us to try to get that message out. Many military families, they still struggle to make ends meet. We do some research in this area in our 2021 Financial Behaviors Index our research show that more than half of career military families say that they feel financially stretched month to month so that's e5s and above and with the state of the economy the way it is things like inflation the rise in deployments i think that's stretching military families even more than maybe in the recent past
0: yeah same things that, that we we're seeing and so I tell you, man, I, I'm grateful that we have a partnership with a company like yours that could help Airman navigate some of these waters. Hey, now let's get to this pay raise. So this is one of the largest, uh, maybe the largest pay raise that the military has had in a long time. What do you think that our service members should do with some of this extra money?
1: Well, it sure is a big pay raise. So uh, was last year, I think was 2.7, and I think this year is 4.6. I think that was the final numbers that came in. So that's uh, the biggest pay raise in two decades coming up. So to maximize the benefits of the pay raise, we have a couple of suggestions and primarily it centers around creating a plan in advance for how to allocate those extra funds. I know that if I have some money and it ends up in my pocket at the end of the week, somehow it disappeared. If If I'm just planning on it being there on Friday, it's not. So what I've got to do is I've got to have a plan for how I want to spend that money. And that's really what we want to ask people to do and what we suggest that they do.
0: Okay, and tell me, so for the, the lay person who's never had a financial advisor that may feel like, man, I don't know if I can afford it, it might be a scary thing. What are some of the advantages of having an advisor creating a financial plan?
1: Sure, so like I said, uh, First Command, we've really created ourselves to be able to provide the kind of advice active duty military folks or folks that come from active duty really specialized to their needs. So our advisors, the majority of our advisors, overwhelming, two-thirds of our advisors actually come from a military background or they've been military spouses. So they've walked in the boots of the folks that we're working with. So they've been there. And a lot of them, what drives them to do this is the fact that somebody helped them. They were a first command client prior. Somebody reached out, helped them create a plan, helped them get organized and squared away, and they want to pay that back. So this is really service members helping service members. And so we hear a lot. It's like, well, I'm a first lieutenant or I'm an E5 and I don't know if I have enough money for a financial advisor or to create a financial plan. Well, if you don't have a financial plan, a lot of times you end up with not enough money to do those things. So there is no restriction there. We create financial plans for free, right? So come in and see a first command advisor. We understand military benefits. We understand military pay. We understand the challenges of military service, and we're gonna help you put a plan together uh, for all things. I mean, a great example is some of the things that we recommend for, what are you gonna do with the pay raise? There's a couple of things. First thing that we recommend to all clients is that, in for any pay raise, you take about half of that pay raise and you put it to your lifestyle. Folks in the military work really, really hard and they, Deserve to kind of reap the rewards. And those pay raises come by few and far between sometimes. And so sometimes it's nice to be able to put that to your lifestyle. Now, with the other part of the pay raise, we always recommend this concept that we call pay yourself first. And I like to think of it as let me pay myself and let Mr. Walmart have what's left over after I pay myself. And we call that improving your plan, moving it. First off, primarily is, do you have enough money in emergency savings, right? So we recommend three to six months of living expenses in your emergency savings. Putting money away to improve your emergency savings means you're going to be prepared for those eventualities, right? For that deployment, things like that, that are going to occur. Take care of that first. And then with what is left over there, it's a really good idea to put that money towards something that will improve your progress towards your goals. And if you have a financial plan, you got those goals laid out, what it takes, and you can be very purposeful about that. It's a great opportunity to make sure that you're maxing out TSP. And I know we're gonna talk about that here in a little bit, but that's a great way to make sure that you've got sufficient money for retirement going into the TSP program.
0: Yeah, no, man, that's great advice. I think most people will be pleasantly surprised at a couple of things, right? I think they'd be really pleasantly surprised they could get a financial plan done for free. So people, listen to that. You can't beat free 99. But I think they'd also be pleasantly surprised that to hear from a financial advisor that it's okay to take some of that money and improve your lifestyle, right? Because like you said, and you put it really well, man, that military folks work hard. And to be able to take some of that money and improve their lifestyle, as I think people will be happy about that. And then really, really sound advice on the other two things, improving your emergency savings and then
1: TSP. So let's get to TSP. Sure. So there's been some
0: can you tell us about the upcoming changes with TSP and how it might impact service members?
1: Sure. Well, there have been quite a few changes in TSP. But really, other than a switch to the TSP vendor and a new way to access uh, your accounts, most of the changes, I think, aren't really going to impact our service members too much. There's going to be more investment options, and that's through a brand new mutual fund window that TSP created. Okay, a mutual
0: fund window. All right, tell me more about that, man.
1: Sure. Yeah, you bet. So the mutual fund window enables TSP participants to have greater investment flexibility. So we have the traditional TSP that we've had for a long time now and uh, they're going to create this new window where individuals contributing to TSP can open an account and invest directly in mutual funds. Now, you have to meet the eligibility requirements, you have to pay some fees, but you can invest a portion of your TSP into your choice of available mutual funds through that window. There's lots of details associated with that.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So, It sounded like some details that people need to know about, as well as some fees that people may or may not be willing to pay. What's your best recommendation on whether people should or should not utilize the mutual fund?
1: Well, it really depends on the individual, right? It depends on uh, what your financial situation is, depends on what your goals are, depends on what expenses, what your budget looks like, what stage of a career you're in. So what I'm really saying here is it really depends on what your plan is right and to really be able to assess that put it in perspective make sure that you can you're going to pay extra fees you want something for that money and you want to make sure that it's going to be able to come out at the end of the plan and benefit you i think having a trusted advisor is a great way to be able to kind of explain your situation your goals and lay that out and say hey is this something that i should take advantage of Traditional TSP is a wonderful program, very low cost for expenses. If you're going to move into the more higher cost, you got to have a real good reason to do that. And I think that's something that has to be carefully considered.
0: Yeah. And probably I'm going to guess that part of your advice would be, one, have a good financial plan and an advisor, somebody who's a fiduciary that can really help you make that decision.
1: Yeah. Fiduciary is a really important concept. And I don't know if a lot of people really understand what a fiduciary is. It's okay, I'll take a couple of minutes and just kind of talk about that concept if you don't mind. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, great. So a fiduciary under law is somebody that has to manage a client's assets in a way that is demonstrably best for the client, okay? Not the other way around, not as in the best interests of the advisors. So first command's a fiduciary. And that means that all of our advisors are legally obligated to manage client's assets in a way that's most beneficial to the client, regardless of the advisor's personal interest in that, in that relationship. And so whether First Command or anybody else that's your financial advisor, my recommendation is always make sure that the financial service you're utilizing for this is a fiduciary.
0: Okay, man, lots of great advice. I'm almost certain folks are going to really enjoy the show. Hey, going back to TSP, it can be complicated, but what are just some of the basic tenets,
1: some of the basic things people should know about investing in TSP? Yeah, you bet. So the main thing I think that folks need to take away and that I would really like to impress upon them is to make sure that you're getting the maximum match. Okay, so that's money that's sitting there to match the account, if you aren't getting it, it's being left on the table. So if you aren't contributing at least 5% of your base pay to TSP, you're leaving money on the table. And if you're like me, you don't let that happen often, right? So I like to, if I see a dollar on the table, I'm picking it up. So you gotta definitely take advantage of the full match that's available in TSP. That means 5% of your base pay being contributed.
0: Okay, good. Anything else? Any other advice TSP related?
1: Well, there's lots of great resources on the TSP website for First Command. I know our financial advisors really encourage folks to take advantage of TSP. Make sure you're doing that. There's lots of complicated errors, whether you're uh, high three or whether you're the blended retirement system, all of those issues uh, affect your relationship with TSP and different things you can take advantage of. If you are in B- BRS, make sure that you've got that 5%. This pay raise is a great opportunity. If you're not quite a 5%, make sure you get that bumped up. I think that would be a priority. All right. Again, man, really, really sound advice. I definitely
0: appreciate it. And like I mentioned before, I know a lot of people will definitely benefit from this episode. Any other things that you want to mention about what uh, some of the great things that First Command is doing? And last thing I'll ask from you is just let us know how folks can get in touch with First Command or a financial advisor.
1: Great, great. Well, a couple of points I wanted to make is that with First Command, we have offices next to almost every military base, pretty much all over the world. So if somebody out there is struggling to get your financial issues uh, lined up, if you're looking to get squared away, if you're looking to start a relationship with a financial advisor, get into investments, or even need help with things like building a budget, I mean, that can be a challenge those are all things that at first command we work with service members at all stages of life and we can work on the basics we have three cornerstones that we focus on it's budgeting it's risk management and it's investments for future goals and so we'll help everybody try to work through that and fit that into their budget if you want to find a local first command advisor near you you just go to advisor.firstcommand.com or you can google first command near me and uh, we're odds are we're going to have an advisor's not too far away from you
0: yeah absolutely well hey man thanks again i, I really appreciate it i definitely appreciate the partnership between our companies, First Command and Air Force Aid Society. I'm looking forward to this year's drive. We'll make sure that we get all of the links to both yours and our socials out to all the listeners. And really, I look forward to a a long partnership and continue to do things like this in the future to help Airmen, Guardians, as well as our
1: Soldier, Sailors, Marine, Coasties and, and all the other folks that both our organizations serve. You bet. Thank you for helping us get the word out. Really hoping for a big impact this year or Air Force Aid Society, get all those all those addresses out and ask everybody out there, spread the word, share the social media posts, get it out. And I think we can have some really nice results. I think it's going to be exciting. Thanks for having
0: me on. Yeah, we want to try to get up to that 25,000 all the way up to that 25,000 and have you guys
1: masters this year. So I think we're going to blow that away. I think we're going to blow <laughs> that away. So absolutely. Yeah. Well, hey,
0: John, thanks again, man. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been your Airman Help and Airman Podcast. I am Khalid, and we had our special guest with us today, John Osterchuk, who is the Executive Vice President and National Director of Advisor Operations at First Command Financial Services. Lots of great information here here today. We talked about the upcoming pay raise. We talked about the importance of having an advisor and creating a financial plan. And we also talked a little bit about TSP and some of the changes and some of the things that you should think about. So this is going to be a really great episode. John, once again, thank you. And thanks to First Command. And then also I uh, wanted to mention, thanks for your service. I know you did about 10 years, I believe it was. That's right. As an Air Force pilot. That's sure good. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, man.
1: Definitely appreciate it. So thank you for that. Yep. Yep. We'll see you around. Okay. It was fun. Thanks for having me. All right. Thanks. Bye-bye.
0: Thank you for listening to today's episode of Airmen Helping Airmen, brought to you by the Air Force Aid Society. To find out more about how we make a difference, visit afas.org. And then be sure to search for Airmen Helping in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or anywhere else podcasts are found and click subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. On behalf of everyone at the Air Force Aid Society, thanks for listening and join us on social media.